Hey everybody, before we get started, I want you to know about a podcast that I've been listening to for a while now. It's called Digging In With Naime. It's a podcast where host Naime talks all things beautiful, pertaining to the world around us, with Eddie Malino's worldview. Naime is actually a past guest in one of my earlier episodes and a good friend of mine, so give it a listen. I think you'll enjoy it. D-I-G-G-I-N-W slash N-I-A-M-E-Y. Digging In With Naime, wherever your podcasts are available. Friday the 13th, actually, when I'm recording this, so hopefully you're alive. We're getting that, uh, what was that, $13 tattoo, hopefully. Uh, if you're getting a swastika, please do not listen to my podcast anymore. <laughs> I don't want you to be a friend of mine. <laughs> I, uh, my last episode, if you haven't checked it out, I encourage you to go do so. It's with uh, Bobby Johnson, DJ Melody. He is a um, person who sets up shows here in the Valley. He, he also is a DJ. And we had a great, uh, just insightful talk about, you know, his journey from being a break dancer to a DJ to working in the ortho rooms to being a DJ again. This is a whole transition thing. And he's over 50 years old. So it was a good episode just to, you know, show people that at any age you can still follow your dreams and have a passion for something. So check it out uh, if you get a chance. I don't know I did a Barack Obama pause for, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode, I have this uh, young lady with me. Uh, I met her at my second job and I uh, asked her to do an interview and um, once I got the knife away from her throat, she said yes. So. <laughs> but, uh, so I want to make a disclaimer because she is a teacher. So uh, interviews with a current teacher, the views, expressions, and opinions um, that are going to be in this podcast do not necessarily um, in the entirety reflect the views of the school. So basically what I'm saying is if there's an answer you don't like that she says, don't try and comfort her job because, uh, you know, Twitter fingers are killers these days. So, <laughs> yeah, so my guest, she attended Colby College in Maine, uh, studying biology and environmental sciences. She received her master's at ASU with a master's in science and sustainability. She taught biology labs for two years. She is now teaching seventh grade, um, working at the school called uh, BCP. Yeah, BCP. And this is uh, Miss Jasmine Brussel. Yeah, get it right or no? It's Russell. Russell? I don't know why I said Brussel. It's because oh my, my email. My email uh, is Russell. Yeah. My middle name is Barkley. It's confusing. I'm such an idiot. No, Podcast is over. That's fine. People call me Russell all okay. the time. Not offended. <laughs> Jasmine Russell. All right. Thank you for uh, joining me for the episode. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited. <laughs> so uh, I, I, don't, I know you told me you listened to some of my episodes before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I usually ask my guests if they have an early memory bus meeting. So I was wondering, do you happen to have one? Yeah, I remember um, I was like hanging out after the kids had gone home and I just remember seeing you walk by with the whole crew and just being like, they look nice and they look fun and um, it's been kind of fun chatting with you and getting yeah. to know you a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think the first time I saw you were just walking by with the vacuum. Yeah, yeah, that's, I, usually, <laughs> yeah I usually vacuum the floors when uh, yeah, the kids leave. 
I remember, I, I remember my brothers, cause we started cleaning that area uh, when it was just the first building. Yeah. So we were there, we were like the OG cleaners basically. So <laughs> we were there before it all became what it is now. And uh, he, they always told me, oh yeah, you're gonna clean with us. And I usually didn't want to at first, but what made me start cleaning was that I really admired um, the school's vision. Because from what I see, there was a, there's a lot of uh, minority-based children that go to that school, mm -hmm, yep. and I thought that was a beautiful thing. And then I walked in and I saw the stuff that promote like uh, uh, Hispanic, Hispanic Heritage Month yeah. and Black History Month and stuff I've never seen at schools me for me growing up personally. And I was just like, wow, that's really great that they're actually encouraging the things that aren't really taught in the schools, you know. So I was like, you know, what? I think we'll clean. And yeah, I, I was clean one day and. Um, I usually say hi to everybody in when I go and clean the rooms, and uh, I stopped doing it because <laughs> back I, before there were some teachers that you know were I don't know if they were busy or just didn't want to talk or maybe they had a different opinion of me or whatever. So I, when I say hi to them, they would really say hi to me back. So Rude. I stopped doing it. Yeah. So I stopped doing it, and then I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start doing it again, whatever. And I because I didn't really do it for them the first place; they did it for me. So I started doing it again, and I said hi to you, and you said hi. You said what's your name, and then. Uh, I told you my name, and then like I think I didn't clean for like two weeks, and I came back and remember my name, and I was like, "Oh wow, she actually remembered my name." And then I, <laughs> I, was like, I do my best. Yeah, that's because no one really remembered my name. They go, "Hey, can you do this or do that?" But they don't actually like know my name. So you're the first person to actually remember and learn my name. So I was like, "No, shit, that's actually pretty cool of her to take the time to do that," you know. So that's what made me actually want to interview you. I was like, because I wanted to interview a teacher last year for, uh, not last year, well, right for Amp is going on, so this is actually kind of like a full circle thing for me, but yeah, cool. so yeah, that's my memory of you. Um, and like I said, I've been wanting to interview a teacher for for the longest, and my first question would be uh, to you, is, did you always want to be a teacher? That's such a good question. It's tough. I kind of, kind of did always want to be a teacher, but I like didn't really know that's what I wanted to do. I knew I loved science, and I knew I really liked teaching, I really liked tutoring, I like really enjoyed all those things, but I kind of had my heart set on like more research-based track and like doing more okay. traditional lab work and stuff like that. And then it wasn't really until grad school when I, I paid for a part of my grad school tuition by teaching bio labs like oh, you okay. mentioned. So it's like a way you get a teaching assistantship, it's like a way to offset some of the costs. Okay. And that was like my favorite part of grad school by far. I liked it like way more than my field work, way more than being in the lab. I just like it's so fun and like engaging and something I could see myself like really doing every day yeah. when you're thinking about your job. It's kind of hard to imagine something you could really do like every day yeah. for the rest of your life. Yeah. So after I graduated, I was like, I think I just want to be a teacher and I started looking okay. for teaching jobs. So, so that's what kind of made you actually decide just doing those lab stuff yeah. and the transition. Okay. Yeah. And okay. I was like, um, my friends all made fun of me because they're like, we knew you wanted to be a teacher like a long time ago. You're like the last one to figure it out. And I'm like, I know. I don't yeah, know you were great. You were great. Our tech messages <laughs> so, um, I want to know too also how, how much coffee is actually needed in order oh, to man. Sanity in the teaching? you should see how much coffee we go through a lot of coffee a lot of coffee like three or four cups a day everyone. really yeah easily man. easily man I can't imagine I, well I drink energy drinks I'm not a coffee drinker myself I, okay. I, can't, I don't like the taste of coffee <laughs> but I like energy drinks so I can't imagine drinking three or four energy drinks a day just, yeah that might kill you I'll be, yeah I'll be doing that <laughs> I, I always feel there's always an appreciation and a respect for uh, for teachers. Um, that's a respect that you don't really find in most professions. 
Uh, going on for like I don't know, like doctors is a respect, you know, assassins obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think that appreciation for teachers has deepened over the years, or do you think that it's still the same standard as it was uh, when you were in school? Oh, I don't know. That's a really interesting question because obviously now I'm on the other side of this, like as a yeah. teacher. Um, I think people in general really have a lot of respect for teachers and they like really admire what teachers do, which I think is super cool. And I think especially like the parents. I mean, everyone, of course, has, like, some horror stories yeah. about, like, mm -hmm. scary parent interactions. Yeah. But for the most part, they, like, are really appreciative for what you're doing. And you sometimes spend more time with their kids in a day than they, they do. do. Yeah. And I think that they really, like, do appreciate the work that we're trying to do. Especially the school I work at is really amazing. Um, really great place to work. And the parents, like, really appreciate the work that you do. Um, I will say where teachers do not get the respect they deserve is, like, state budgets oh, okay. and education spending and yeah. not even so much teacher salaries which are like of course very low um no one gets into teaching to like yeah. make a ton of money but it's like stripping for the money yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're like wait what <laughs> um but the like as for example in arizona i think spending on like investment in like kids facilities teachers all of it has been stagnant for like a really, really? long time so people really like especially in politics people really like to talk about how important it is but they really don't put their money where their yeah. mouth is yeah. Uh, which can be really, really frustrating. And I teach at a charter school, so our situation's a little bit different. Um, but especially like district schools, public schools are just like really hardworking, really amazing teachers, just like not getting the support yeah. that they need, basically. Yeah. So. And I think it too, it's harder. It's well, it looked like it was harder, at least for me, seeing it like like to the outside now when I'm older, like going to school, like for my daughter, like parents' conference, like that. Like to see like the stuff that they're like. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's eight years old. Eight years old. Yeah. So I have a little one. Yeah, named Natalie. She'll listen to this, but shout to you if you're listening to this when you're of age. But yeah, going there like you can see the stuff that they're lacking. You know what I mean? Or you can see like I just sometimes just notice how many desks there are in the room. I'm like, man, that's a lot of desks. Yeah, it's really hard. That's a lot of desks. Yeah. So. I, I do, for me personally, I do have a lot of respect for teachers because I do just, I don't know, just seeing what they, and cleaning too as well, just seeing all the stuff that you have to put together, all the papers and all the grading and stuff. So yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of logistics behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, not for the fan part, definitely. Um, what, what would you say is your style or approach to how, how you teach? I love this question. I'm still, so this is my first year teaching seventh graders, so it's a little bit different. I'm coming from teaching college students, which really? is like, yeah, when I was in grad school, I was teaching 18 years old oh, and geez. up. Um, How old are you? I'm 30. Well, oh. 29. Okay. Almost 30. Um, yeah, you claim 30 yet. <laughs> I'm just like getting used to saying it. I'm just getting used to saying it. I'm actually really excited to be 30. But um, there's like a, it's a very different style of teaching with younger people because there's a certain amount of when you're teaching an adults 18 and up, you kind of, there's like, they take more responsibility for yeah. it, right? And they're there, they're in college, so they've chosen for the most part. Some of them are there because their parents yeah. are making them yeah. be there, but for the most part, they've like chosen to be there. So that's more like kind of having like a cool discussion and like just facilitating talks about what they're interested in and like making sure they have access to the things they need to know. But in seventh grade with like 12 year olds, it's, you really have to make it more engaging for them. And it's like, I my style, I would say, is um, like question-based or investigation-based okay. learning. So like we pose a question and then like we figure it out together as a class. Okay. And it's like really helpful for a lot of reasons. One, like there's been a lot of really rigorous research about how to teach people the best way. And yeah. 
question-based or investigation-based is really cool because it like makes more connections in your brain and it's not just like memorizing things, yeah, it's more engaging. It's you figuring it out. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. And like kids really, everyone, everyone on the planet like loves that feeling of like, oh, I got it. Yeah. Like I figured it out, I solved it. Yeah. So we try to facilitate that. And actually all the curriculums at our school are based on that principle. So okay. even math, they're like investigating a question. Okay. Um, history, they're investigating a question. So it's a really cool way to teach and it's a fun way, a more fun way I think for kids to learn. Yeah, okay. I remember, I know I had a teacher at, well, it was one of my horror stories for a teacher is. Uh -oh. I, so <laughs> when I was in school, I went to an all black academy, uh, all black school called Atop Academy. I don't know if they're still around now, but in Arizona, that's what we went to, my brothers and I. And um, back, back then when I was younger, I, they put me in gifted classes for um, reading and writing because I, I was a really well-written person, I guess, and back in the day. And so the teachers didn't really know where to put me, so they used to make me go to the classes that were a grade higher than me. Mm. And I don't know if you ever seen that movie Whiplash. Is that movie Whiplash? Mm -mm. Okay, so you gotta watch it. All right, I'll need because this teacher was kind of the equivalent of that guy in Whiplash, basically. He would like be really like strict and how he wanted things done and mm. he would read i remember once i he i wrote something and i was really proud of it and he was like had us cho he chose people to read something to the class and i remember i stood up i read what i said and he was just standing there smiling and then like i forgot what i said and what i wrote but he got really mad i, I promise you he took a it was one of these plastic chairs no. took it threw it across the are room are you kidding me I'm, that's like something out of a movie. <laughs> yes. And so I remember I was crying and scared. Dude, I of course know, you were. And I remember this guy, he had like a, he was a light skinned guy. He had a, he had these two sharp teeth, like a vampire. I never, I never got his face, like his face, like never got it to this day. And I remember going home to my mom, I was like, mom, I don't like this school. What could you have possibly <laughs> said that with I don't remember what. That's crazy. I, it was, I remember the assignment, I had to write something in a certain type of composition. I don't feel form. like there's anything a child can write that would elicit that response. <laughs> Trust me, that's there like was. That's like an insane, no, like that's a, that teacher had a problem, holy moly. Yeah, it was pretty bad, it was pretty bad, yeah, so. I remember, so his style was really aggressive. That's a very aggressive yeah. style. That's not going to be a style that works well. Yeah, I can tell you right well, now. Because I, I remember telling my mom that, and I think a month later, um, we ended up moving to school. So I did a lot better after that. But Good I, job, I really, mom. really like yeah. messed me up because I never had a reaction to where like someone got that mad at me. Well, you I like felt unsafe yeah, after. Like, like that's crazy. I remember crazy. that he literally threw a chair across a plastic chair. I'm with, very like, sorry that legs. that yeah. happened. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah, so ther therapy and 30000 $30, dollars later, I'm, I'm all I'm all what I want to ask you with the um, the rise of technology and how like it's been so prevalent and how we work the world today as, as opposed to how when we were younger. Yeah. Um, how do you um, incorporate in your teachings and the technology and things like that? Great question. It's like so different now than when we were in school. I think we're about the same age. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty um, so. Yeah. Um, they, we like barely had computers. I remember like getting computers was a big deal when we were in school. And now it's like computers are really integrated into yeah. like every day and it can be really awesome. And then of course there are like a whole new set of challenges, yeah. right? For example, so uh, for example, we have this <laughs> one, Okay, he cracks me up. I'm not going to say any names in this podcast. <laughs> but every time we give them, sometimes they, um, a lot of the state tests now are on computers. So we oh, have wow. them practice a lot of things on computers, including just writing, typing. And 
will give him a computer to type and he's like somehow found a way to get onto like an online game and you're like how do you keep doing this <laughs> so now i have to like really watch his yeah. screen all the time bypassing um, security and stuff like that yeah so it's and it's of course it's not like everyone but they're always going to be those kids who like really know how to like work the system yeah. um so that's like kind of an interesting challenge just like making sure that they're using technology appropriately because like i even remember we got graphing calculators in school and we used to like play games on yeah. this right like you can mm -hmm. figure out how to play a game on like basically Basically, well, any the guys just write a eight zero zero eight. Oh, the classic, the classic, <laughs> classic boobs. Yeah, classic uh, boobies. Yeah. Boobies, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's like kind of it's interesting and it's different. It's not like what I had when I was in school, but it's super cool, especially for teaching science. You can do some stuff you just would never be able to do. Yeah. Um, like simu they have really cool simulations. They use um, we use a curriculum that comes from Amplify for science, and they've got a ton of really neat tools. They can like look at a zoomed in picture of like what's going on with an atom when a substance oh, wow. goes through phase change and it's like really cool. I yeah. think it's really helpful. Is it um, an animation or an actual live? Like? It's like an an animation on the screen okay. and they can like do it. They, for example, we just did a unit on chemical reactions and they had this really cool simulation on their computers where they could like combine different substances and like see if there was a chemical reaction. I can't give them these substances, yeah. right? Awesome. They're 12, yeah. um, but they can like see what would happen with them, which is really, really cool. And I think it aids learning a lot because everyone learns differently. So some kids are gonna be really successful looking at a diagram, like a static diagram on a piece of paper. Yeah. Some kids are gonna be really successful if I like give them something physical, like a golf ball is gonna represent an atom. And some kids are not gonna be successful that way. Some kids like need to see it mm -hmm. moving around on a screen dynamically in that really helps them learn so it just like helps you be able to differentiate for different types of learning really well um, it's also really really helpful to like gather gather little snapshots of data to like see how they're going so okay. for example if I can just like have them take a quick quiz on the computer and the computer grades it for me and uh -huh. they like sorts everyone into beautiful categories and I get all this information that would no normally be really hard for me to get yeah, so yeah. Um, I'm a big fan but it definitely has its own set of challenges for <laughs> sure yeah out of I had a friend, his name was Andy, and it was this is back when the Game Boy Color was coming out and stuff. Oh, yeah. So I remember we used to do computer work, um, and this was with the big old backs, and you know, here are the big old black screens and the big backs, and he would literally be playing uh, Song of the Hedgehog. <laughs> I'm like, how you do? He's like, it's a mod, man. I'm like, what the heck is a mod? Like, I have no idea what that stuff was. I know, but, the tech savvy kids yeah, like, really had an easier yeah. time getting around yeah, that I stuff. think you got rest in that espionage, so it's whatever. What? I'm just kidding. I was like, <laughs> I had never heard of it. That was Andy's uh, path. <laughs> um, did you enjoy your enjoy school as a kid, like yourself, or? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, this is like a running joke among my colleagues at work. I was like a huge teacher's pet. I loved really? school. Like I loved, I like always just wanted to like do the very best and I was like really self-motivated to like get good grades and my mom was like calm down you can get a B um which is did like did you freak did you freak out when you didn't get a B I freaked out the first time I got a B um well I kind of I went to a charter school myself okay. K through eight and it was like real hippie we didn't get we got like smiley faces we like didn't get grades but I was like I will have all smiley, smiley faces. faces yeah no friends um <laughs> And then going to high school, I was like really, it was like a kind of crazy change for me. And I was like, oh man, this is like, I, and my school was really small before that. And then I went to a really big high school and yeah. I was like, this is so different. Um, but the first time I got a B was AP English my senior year. And I was like. What, your senior year? Yeah, I was like devastated. <laughs> I was like, I almost had a perfect, perfect record in high school. <laughs> I totally messed up. And 
and my mom was like, this is good. You needed, you needed to do this before you went to college because yeah. if you were on your own in college the first time you like got what you consider a bad grade, like you would have been just like... Off the rails. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was a good lesson because <laughs> I truly tried my hardest and couldn't get an A. So like yeah. that's, that's a good experience. Like yeah. you should be able to... Let's you know you can, you can relax. It's yes. okay. And yeah. like productive struggle is great and grades are like just grades are not that important yeah. in the long run. So... Um, yeah, I was, I really liked school. I mean, of course there's parts of school that people don't, everyone doesn't like. Like yeah. I didn't really like being told what to do all the time or like, you know, not being able to eat lunch when I wanted, kind of stuff yeah. like that. But like, we're in class, you can't eat lunch. I know. It's lunchable. Uh, I'm going to eat this lunch. <laughs> Lunchables were like the ultimate delicacy. They were, like, You right? never got a Lunchable unless it was like your birthday. <laughs> and all the rich kids would have Lunchables uh -huh. and you'd be like, oh man, they're just like living the life. Yeah. I'm over here with like my... Baby carrot. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I remember being a lunchable, you were lit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. like a big deal. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> were you um, in any clubs or anything? In yeah, school? I was in clubs. I did swim, I did softball. Wow, okay. Um, in like younger grade school, not in high school. I kind of quit all the sports by the time oh, I got okay. to high school. Okay. Um, my school, as I said, was like pretty hippie, pretty cool for K through eight. And so, like, we had a community garden that I'd go, like, Garden in and do a lot of that stuff. Was a girl there, though. Okay. Community <laughs> garden. All right. Very appropriate. <laughs> I was in charge of lettuce. Lettuce. Very... That's what they call it. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was actually lettuce. I swear it was actually lettuce. Um, and then later on in high school, I got really into like environmentalism and stuff like oh, that. Okay. So I was in a lot of clubs that had to do with like green clubs and um, environmental initiatives and stuff like that. And oh, then, wow. I mean, later I went on to the school of sustainability, so I yeah. kind of like <laughs> kept that vein yeah. running through. Yeah. I, I did a lot of um, student council. Cool. Um, I never school. did student government. Too shy. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wasn't, I didn't want, I, well, it's not that I didn't want to. I just didn't think I'd be good at it. But you're so charismatic. So yeah. At the time, you no. Know, so when you're young, you know, you don't, you don't know what you know Was now. Was it like you know a confidence I mean? thing? No. So... <laughs> There's a lot of people talking about like, what the hell. So <laughs> I uh, I made a music video. What? I, in high Does school. it still exist? It's on YouTube. Oh, yeah. so how I, can we find my, it? <laughs> so, You're like, I'm my, not telling yeah. you. <laughs> my friend, and coincidentally, his name was Nathan. Um, okay. He used to make uh, rap beats back in the day. Very cool. And uh, we used to always play around like every. I don't know if you ever heard that song, uh, Every Girl in the World, the way Young Money. Yes. So I would make parodies. So I'd make a parody <laughs> called Every Boy in the World. I was rap about the most gayest things ever. It was ridiculous. But we would laugh doing it, like just a whole bunch of stuff. And um, he made a beat, and I was like, I was trying to get a song for the school. And so we made a song called uh, DHS, We So Fresh. Um, <laughs> and it just. it got out of hand it blew up did it really yeah. and so That's the so i forgot what what team it was like a class they took um a medium class yeah a media class they wanted to do the video so two of the guys got with me made a video of it and it was i'm telling you it's one of the most cringeworthy things i've ever done in my life <laughs> <laughs> and people to this day when they see me if they if they have gone to that high school or I've gone to the same time I've been there. They'll tell me, hey, what's up, Mr. We So Fresh? And I know what's happening. I'm like, oh, It's my like God. your legacy. Yeah. <laughs> and so my senior year, we did another one. And um, they were like, hey, you should run for student council. I think you, you have a good chance of winning. And I was like, I don't think I Name gonna recognition yeah, is already in the bag. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> so they were like, you should run, you should run. And uh, I was like, fine. I asked my, my two best friends, my, um, my friend uh, Zara and Crystal, I was like, you guys think I should run? They're like, yeah, you should totally run. So I was like, okay, I'll run. I ran. And <laughs> so I ended up winning uh, student council president. Congratulations, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
with my balloon scale, we're good, but um, <laughs> but I got it, and what happened was it was my senior year, my junior year, and my junior year. This my science, my math teacher. She had took a break, right? And she was like, I'm gonna be gone, we're gonna have a sub, but when they get the sub come in, I'm gonna put you in charge of putting this film on that way people can watch. So Uh-oh. the sub came in, <laughs> my friend in the class is a head man, put this movie in, and it was Borat. You <laughs> the substitute teacher was like, all right, who's Nathaniel? I'm like, oh I'm Nathaniel. And he was like, all right, uh, she asked me to tell you to put the movie in. I was like, all right, cool. I put in Borat. We're watching it for like 35, 45 minutes. He, have you seen Borat? You abused your power. <laughs> I did. You abused your power. <laughs> I'm not even in the office yet, right? <laughs> so we're playing Borat. Everybody's laughing. And the, oh, the my God. That poor sub. He's getting more and more like What's confused. Yeah, because he's seeing breasts on screen. wildly and, inappropriate. Yeah, wildly for our age. So it was pretty bad. So we're, we're uh, doing a podcast in the library, and I just got to be a little loud. Okay. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. that what that was? Yeah. We also, like, ran over our No, I, I extended it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had, um, what happened was the, the substitute was like, stop that. Who, who put this video in? And where's the actual video? And I was Did like. Did you, I, like, get that feeling in your stomach? Like, I'm going to get in Yeah. Trouble. Like, I was like. I just fucked up. I hate that yeah. feeling. Yeah, that's exactly what I got. And so what happened was I, um, he went to go to security. Uh, yeah, it was that bad. What? Yeah, and so I... Wait, what? <laughs> security? Yes, yeah. So Why? Because he was Why? mad that no one was like... He was mad that I didn't put the right DVD in or whatever. Yeah, but calling security, that's crazy. Yeah, and so he called security. He went to get security. Um, the person who actually had the DVD, he switched it, and um, that DVD we put me playing was Numbers, the TV show. That see, like the, I, at your teacher probably was like, "This is fun. They're gonna like this." And yeah, then you, I ruined it. Then you yeah. ruined it. So the next day, my teacher comes in, and she is pissed. Yeah, I would be okay. I'm a teacher, so I'm like, yeah. I'm kind of on your teacher's yeah, side. Yeah, rightfully so, right? So she made us do ten quizzes <gasps> that day. 10 quizzes on stuff that we didn't even learn oh, yet. Oh no, is it part of your grade? And yes, Punished. so I had a D in class, Whoa. right? And she almost ripped me up. And she told me that she didn't do it because she saw potential in me. And she was like, I know you can do well for this school because you know I got nominated to be the uh, student council president. And she's like, I know you can do well in the school, but you messed up. And she's like, so I'm going to give you a chance to prove if you pass this class, then I will not write you up. Wow. And I barely passed my final with like a 71 or something like that. So you did it. Yeah. Did you feel like that was like inspiring to you? Like it made you want to work hard? It or was more, not inspiring, but it was, it was it made me fearful. Yeah, like, you're like scared. Yeah, because I was like, if I don't pass this class, I might tell my mom what happened and my mom's going to know what I did. And Ooh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to control my mom because my mom, she, she was a whooper. So, <laughs> and I was 17, but she was still a whooper. So it was pretty intense. So I passed the class and she actually ended up becoming, she left that. That was her last year teaching. She ended up becoming the head of the math department for the whole oh, district. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, That's a pretty good teacher move, though. Yeah, I feel like she... It really woke me up. Yeah. Know? So after that, I was like, okay, I'm not going to mess around no more, with, like, at least in that way. So, yeah, it was horrible. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. But yeah, it was... I did that, and I did um, 
drama as well. I did some plays here and that there. That does not yeah. surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did some plays and uh, did the talent show and stuff like that. So, so cool. Yeah, I was always trying to be involved in stuff like that. I even did pottery class and stuff. Oh, just, man. That's awesome. I only did it because I saw a ghost. Uh, I wanted to do a ghost come behind <laughs> me and just call me. So. <laughs> um, that's weird. Um, is there uh, I know I see it around the school a lot. Uh, quotes and stuff from like really people who are really prolific in you know history and things like that. Yeah. Um, is there a quote or a mantra that you have yourself that um, that you kind of have in the back of your mind when the when the times are chaotic in class? Totally. I have a lot of them actually. Things can get really chaotic really quick when you're a teacher, especially a middle school teacher, and it can be really really hard. It can be really challenging, and I just like try to remember. I don't know if I have like one specific quote. I try to just remember why I'm there, which is like, I want to do something in this life that's gonna like make the world a little bit better. And I also like, as you mentioned, the majority of our kids are like, this is Title I school. So that means we have like over 98% free and reduced lunch, which is wow. like a way you measure basically like income of your families. Yeah. And it's like largely minority black and brown kids. And I just think that they deserve the same education as everyone else and they're yeah. not getting it in our state yeah so I just like rem remind myself why I'm there and that these kids are entitled to the same things as everyone else it's actually really cool because we're there's tons of state tests we have to take now that's not so cool but we can see the test results and they're testing like as well as kids in like rich districts which oh, is like wow. a huge achievement that's amazing and the kids work really fucking hard yeah excuse my language um, <laughs> they do they work <laughs> so fucking hard we're so proud of them and it can be really hard especially like 12-year-olds kind of think that they know everything and the world like revolves around yeah. them a little bit and like I have to remind myself okay, one of my mantras would definitely be like they're children mm -hmm. you're an adult and you can't show them you, you can't. <laughs> not that so much as like you have to just like be more you could just like have to be more mature you can't like be above it yeah you gotta yeah. be above it to a certain yeah. degree and one of my favorite quotes you um, might have noticed at my desk I have a lot of like space themed stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. I love like NASA and space and all that cool stuff and I feel like it's really inspirational that we as a country like sent someone to the moon like yeah. What a crazy achievement. And there's one of the quotes that um, JFK said about this, uh, the program that we had to get to the moon that was like, we choose to do this not because it's easy, but because it's hard. Mm -hmm. And in doing hard things, we can learn so much more and achieve so much more and accomplish so much more. And you shouldn't do things because they're going to be easy or you shouldn't do things because you're going to be good at it. Like you yeah. should do things that are hard and are going to challenge you and also like make the world better. And yeah. so like, that's what I try to think about a lot when it's, when it gets really, really yeah. hard that's good. Um, and chaotic. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Uh, I, I want to ask you too, because I know everyone has a different style of learning. Um, I guess you already kind of answered that earlier um, about how you approach situations where, well, actually, how do you approach situations when kids get uh, flustered with the, the, the learning technique? Totally. Um, it's really cool because we have some built-in stuff at our school that other schools don't have to help out with that. So for example, on Fridays, we have like a block of time set aside for you to like pull certain, you can make, pull a group of kids and like reteach something to them. Oh, okay. Or like if it's a concept they're not getting, like maybe they just need more practice or maybe the style of learning, uh, there's the style of teaching I was using didn't match their style of learning. So I can like pull them out and have like smaller groups and try it again. Okay. Um, or try it different. And that's really, really helpful. Another thing I like to do is like they, it's funny, kids, 
they like lack a lot of confidence at this age. So one of the things I make them do, which sounds really cheesy, is just like positive affirmations and mantras of like, they are smart and they can do it. Yeah. And they're so capable. But especially like math and science, kids get an idea in their head and they get an idea like young, that they're like just not a math person mm -hmm. or like just not a, not a science person. They yeah. just don't, it's like not for them. And you don't hear anyone say like, I'm just not a reading person. Like I just don't really know how to read. It's yeah. just like not for me. Because yeah. everybody reads. Mm -hmm. So it should be the same with all the subjects. But I think, I think because of the way that's been taught or who knows, like they just kind of get, like they lack this confidence where they like want to double check their two plus two math on a calculator. Mm -hmm. They don't need to do that. They just feel like they need to do yeah, that. So totally. So yeah. it's like part of it is like figuring out what's going to work for them and like what interventions make sense and like where your groups are. So maybe on this particular concept, you'll have like high achieving, medium, low, like who do you need to work with? Um, but a lot of it is really just like getting them to be braver mm -hmm. and like more confident in themselves yeah. and like um we try to do this thing in our classrooms called safe to fail where it's like we encourage them to try even if they think they're going to get it wrong and then we encourage them to be supportive of each other okay so like so, so we don't ever want to have a classroom that's like oh ha ha he got it wrong like point and laugh <laughs> like we want everyone to feel like roasting them yeah no roasting <laughs> we try to like we try to really discourage roasting yeah. in that in that regard yeah, and like um, and like encourage them and celebrate them for like giving it a go, especially yeah. if it's like hard, especially if they don't get it right. Like it still shows a lot of character that they tried. Yeah. yeah. If that makes sense. Like, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Cause, uh, I wish there was stuff like that when I was a kid that, like you said, where they pull you out and have you like a small group to learn. Yeah. Like, I think that's really smart because it actually Super helps helpful. them. Yeah. And it makes you feel more comfortable too. Like, okay, mm -hmm. you get a chance to do it again. And it's not much intimidation because not everybody's around me watching me. Yeah, so. totally. Yeah. And some kids, like, I think my strength, especially as a first year teacher, there's like an art to teaching and there's like a science to teaching. And it takes a, a while to become like a really proficient teacher and I'm still working on it. But one of my strengths coming into this is like, I did a lot of tutoring and I'm really pretty good at one-on-one -on -one instruction. So I really like that opportunity to like get to just work with someone who, when you have a class, even a small class, like we have pretty small classes, you maybe have two or three kids who are just like totally not getting it and you don't have time to like stop yeah. everyone else and like really focus on them. So it's really cool to have that time. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, would you say you are close to some or most of the people that you actually work with, like the other teachers? Or totally, yeah. we're. So, I'm like so incredibly lucky to work with the people I work with. It's the first job I've ever had where like I truly adore and love everyone I work with. All the teachers in the middle school are incredible, so smart, so hardworking. Like we all say, like love you. Like we're really tight. Yeah, we're like really close. I, there's like I would hang out with any of them like anytime in my free time and it would yeah. be like a treat. Like I just went and got brunch with um, Miss McKinney who was another teacher for her birthday okay. and uh, Mr. Ortega and I are gonna go play badminton tomorrow. Nice. Like we're like really tight. Um, and the principal and vice principal are also like so amazing. Yeah, yeah um, it's really nice. We're yeah. so lucky. And and some schools aren't like that. Some people there's like some drama or people like don't get along yeah. or there's like politics. We don't have any of that. Like or we're- clicks or something like that. No or, clicks, like yeah. super lucky. Um, Super lucky. Really I absolutely good. love it. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Cause I remember I used to do this program called uh, Avid Tutor. Cause I used to do tutoring myself. That's so cool. Um, after I had graduated high school, I mean, high school, yeah, I was in college and uh, was doing it for extra money here and there. And uh, I got to learn a lot about the politics 
Yeah, it can it can be like a really yeah, toxic like, thing. Wait, I, y'all hate each other? But I thought you two were best friends because at yeah. the school assembly when I was getting like, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, so that's yeah. good that you guys don't have that kind of. We're really lucky. Yeah, and they like foster a really strong environment of like among the teachers and employees. So like the school does really work hard to make sure everyone's like getting along and yeah. feeling supported and like have the opportunity to become friends with that's one another. Great. So it's that's really great. it's a really cool place yeah. to work. So comfortable environment to work in. Totally. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So if you guys have applications, please submit them. To <laughs> <laughs> please uh, do tell them uh, Miss Russell sent you. <laughs> Get that uh, bonus. What are some last? What are some of your pet peeves that you get while you're teaching? Oh man, I've got some pet peeves. <laughs> I'm not a perfect teacher. There are definitely some things that really annoy me. Um, one of the things that really annoys me is like. If I'm in the middle of explaining something and a kid like yells out a question, asking about like what I'm trying to explain, I'm like, just let me finish talking and that will answer your question. <laughs> but sometimes they like, they're just like, but what about this? And you're like, dude, I'm trying to explain it to you right now. Yeah. Like, so that is like, Shut up, Gary. I know, Gary, come on. That's one of them, like definitely. And I get it. Like they listen to us talk all day. Mm -hmm. So we're working on the interrupting. I also really hate when they interrupt each other, like not respectful. I take the space away. Yeah. We really want to like, I want them to learn the skills of discussion that they're going to be using in college. Like not even, we're not even, I don't even really have my eyes on high school. Like I have my eyes on college and yeah. to be really successful, you have to be able to engage in discussions. Like lots of college is just sitting with a small group and talking. So yeah. if they don't know like the basics of how to be respectful and discussion with their peers like that's going to be really detrimental yeah, to them yeah. so we're we really are working on it we're getting a lot of practice and like how to be respectful when you disagree how to not interrupt someone yeah. how to like enter the conversation in a way that's not like yelling mm -hmm. and so it's very natural yeah, yeah so I just really want them to always be respectful of each other I can't stand bullying behavior really no patience for bullying behavior we're lucky we don't have a lot of like we don't have a bully. Like, there's not someone who's a bully, and yeah. they're usually pretty cool with each other. But you know, sometimes they do things that I'm like, oh, dude, super, super uncool. Yeah. Um. So I definitely pull them aside and talk to them if I ever see any of that. Like, just stuff like using gay as a bad thing, mm -hmm. or like t picking on someone because they're not understanding something. Yeah. Just like things that I think are bad for character in general. So like that, yeah. those are probably it. Any other pet peeves? Should have brought a list. <laughs> it's a good, I have one. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's really it. For the most part, the kids are really awesome. That's good. So I don't have a lot to complain about, luckily. I feel like my mom pet peeve working there is uh, I, I don't think you were I don't think you were teaching at this time, but there was a serial pooper. <gasps> <laughs> so <laughs> it was bad. I talked about, oh, talk about, no. talk about my comedy set. <laughs> but there was a kid going around, and he would literally just poop. And it, you can, t you know how you can tell when someone at least tried to get somewhere like this. I don't know who it was. Wait, like not in the bathroom? No, it was like, it was like, so there was the toilet, and then six feet in front of the toilet would be, no. the, dump, would be the dump, <gasps> and then on the handle would be the dump, no. and then on the door would be the dump. How does that happen? This and is the, in the middle school. Yeah. How does that happen? <laughs> and so I remember one time I went to the principal and I was like, What's going? Yeah, I said, hey, someone pooped all the I said, someone pooped all the floor and did all this stuff. She's like, and the thing that made me laugh inside my head at the time was she said, oh, not again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has happened before? Yeah, that's what I, I was like, 
wait a minute. There, wait a oh minute. man, I that <laughs> yeah, it was bad. You've seen some things. Yeah. I also, yeah, I actually really hate when they're messy because I again feel like that's disrespectful. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I've never had a pooping a serial pooper. That's good. But good, yeah. they definitely, as you can attest to, sometimes leave the classroom like a total mess. And I'm like, <laughs> we're not your maids. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, did they play Jumanji in here or something? Because it's crazy. Yeah, it can get a little bit wild. <laughs> yeah. They can get a little rowdy and a little messy. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm asking a couple of non-serious questions. All um, right, I'm ready. So uh, as kids get older, uh, the, the sense gets stronger. <laughs> this is such a true statement. <laughs> do, you, do you go through a lot of Febreze after you go through or? a lot of Glade air fresheners. <laughs> It's funny, like, some of, at this age, some of them are still, like, really little kids. And they, they look like little kids, and they, like, definitely haven't really hit puberty. Yeah. And, like, some of them, like, are bigger than me, have beards, like, definitely are, you know, have gone through puberty really? or at least started. Yeah, like, and th some of them are getting kind of smelly, and they're not, they haven't, like, figured it out yet. Yeah. Like, no, you know, it takes a second to be like, oh, wow, I have BO now. Mm. That's, like, a new thing. That's so. what a teacher telling me that. Honestly, that no idea, and I. You just don't know. Yeah, you do know. Totally. Yeah. Um. So some of them, especially like after they come back from sports, are like a little bit smelly. Yeah. Um. We're working on it. Mm -hmm. Some of them definitely have discovered like Axe body spray, yeah. and then like back of the day half a can. Yep, half a can. <laughs> um. So it can be a little. It can get a little bit smelly. Yeah. But, you know, what? luckily, not so bad. Yeah. Not so bad. That's Could good. be worse. That's good. <laughs> uh, what age do you think is okay for a, a kid to cuss? I'm oh, talking like full like F words. Okay, here's a full disclosure for me. My views do not represent the view <laughs> views of my school, um, but I kind of don't care about cussing. Okay. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I was kind of raised like there aren't bad words. There's only words that you use badly, mm -hmm. right? So I was allowed to say the F word. Not a school, obviously, but yeah. like in my house, I don't really care if they say bad words. I don't want to ever hear them use a bad word in a mean way. Though. Yeah. So, but that's the same for somebody. Yeah, that's yeah. the same with any type of words, right? You, you wouldn't want to use any words to hurt somebody. It's yeah. kind of just like, don't be an asshole about yeah. it, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I've definitely, they've definitely caught me slipping really? once or twice on the swearing. <laughs> hey, kids, here I was on fucking Adams. It's like, like oh, it's always in front of the same kid, too. And so now, He's like, I'm like, please don't just like be cool, man. And he's like, all right. <laughs> he definitely heard me say shit one time. He definitely heard me say the F word one time. He's been pretty cool about it. He hasn't, he hasn't tattled on he's, me. He's keeping it in his pot pocket just in it case. Just it just happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully it doesn't end up being a blackmail yeah, right, situation. Exactly. Remember when we said the F word? I will not fall victim to blackmail. <laughs> um, Parent-teacher conferences. conferences for me, just being a parent and doing what seems super stressful, it's like, well, imagine how it is for you on that end. Um, and I think, too, that sometimes uh, some parents can fail to take responsibility for their children and their actions, stuff like that. Um, and they have that complex of, like, oh, my child can do no wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you navigate those type of parents? It's or have you, have you actually had those type of parents? Or? Uh it's like a really um, it's like a tricky balance I really like parent-teacher conferences I think it's cool and we try to call all of a parent all the parents at least once a month anyway to just okay. like check in that that's like really important to our school that we're like keeping parents in the loop um, so it's not like oh I haven't talked to you in four months or whatever and now I have to tell you all these things that are going on yeah. and I'm scared you're gonna be mad um, for the most part it's really cool to get to talk to parents I like seeing like 
where these like little kids come from that yeah. I get to hang out with all day. And yeah. like, it's really fun being like, oh my God, you look just like your mom or whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, but it can be really hard. It can be some tough stuff to navigate. There are some parents who are maybe like working more than one job. They don't have the kind of time to do the kind of interventions at home that the kid's gonna need to be successful. And yeah. then there's like, you know, only so much teachers can do too. So there's stuff falling through the cracks that can feel really hard, that yeah. can feel really stressful. Like we all want the best for the kids. So it can be a little bit challenging there just to figure out like what's our strategy moving yeah. forward. I've had a couple mad parents for sure, like, oh, wow. you know, pissed off about how their kids are doing or like, like maybe like they're- grade wise or? Yeah, grade wise okay. or like maybe their kid's getting in trouble a lot and they're maybe not taking full responsibility for like what's going on at home mm -hmm. or like how are you setting them up at home to like think that this behavior is okay or yeah. what are they or even just like what are they seeing yeah. at home um, which is another consideration too but very very rare for the yeah. most part parent teacher conferences other than being like a really long day because yeah. we get down at like eight oh, yeah. Um, yeah. are really cool and I really like checking in with parents and I really think it's fun to like celebrate what their kids have gone through yeah. for the most part parents are like right on board with you and I haven't had anyone yet try to like blame me for all the problems in the world or think their kids can do absolutely no wrong mm -hmm. sometimes the opposite I'm like don't be so hard on them <laughs> like they're trying their best some yeah. of these parents are tough like they well, I think maybe maybe because they they expect the best yeah. out of them. Yeah. And yeah. So totally. So um, my mom was very firm when it came. To was her. she? Oh yeah, very yeah. She really tried to instill. I said I say try. Try to instill <laughs> a sense of education on us and make sure that you no know, we didn't play around in school. And yep. I, to me, I was a class clown. Um, what? I'm yeah, so yeah, exactly. shocked. Right? <laughs> Next, I'm gonna tell you I'm black, right? We <laughs> 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 had class clown and. Um, they used to, uh, my mom would tell me, if you need to, tell them to sit in the front. And my, most of the time in my classroom, I would have to sit in the front because mm -hmm. she knew that if I was in the front, I wouldn't play as much. Yeah, so, so totally. Yeah. I mean, and it helps a lot. It helps us out so much if parents are, like, on board with us. If, we're, like, we know that I have, like, you know, everyone's parents' phone number in my phone. And yeah. I can, like, text your mom if you're not, if you're, like, clowning around. And then they, like, really get some. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, oh, no, well, my mom's going to take my phone. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, whatever it is that, like, we can all be on the same page. It's super helpful. But yeah. it, it's also really funny sometimes. Last year, I wasn't at the school yet. One of our biggest class clowns had his, his dad decided he was going to come and sit by him for the whole day. A whole oh, day of school. Can you imagine? He was so Even embarrassed. Lunch? The whole day. Oh my God. Right by him. That's embarrassing. He's like, if he can't behave, then I'm just going to like see what's up. And he just like sat by him the whole day. And obviously wow. this kid wanted to like die. And it was yeah. like the worst day of his That's life. Embarrassing. But, That's um, yeah. How embarrassing yeah. could that, like, couldn't get much more embarrassing than yeah. that, but no one's, that hasn't happened since I've been at the school, but <laughs> as I was like, that's pretty, that's a pretty brilliant parent move. I would keep that really, in my yeah, back pocket. Yeah, kudos. Yeah, kudos. I probably would do that though, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, no, yeah, I'm gonna go there. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, have you ever had yourself like an embarrassing moment as a teacher? Oh, totally. Besides cussing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, totally. Like every day. You're human too. But the nice thing is like, you kind of get to go back and relive middle school as an adult and realize that like nothing's actually that embarrassing or yeah. that bad. Like things that were so mortifying at that age, you're like, that's no big deal or whatever. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll put on my computer and like the, the instead of the document cam, it's like the webcam, like close up of like up my nose or whatever. And then like that normally that would be embarrassing, but it's like, that's no big deal. It's like good for you to get over things that are embarrassing. I definitely one time said fart accidentally. I was trying to say art. What was the sentence? I don't remember. I just remember I said fart and I was like, well, 
That, that's the thing. Like that's the thing that happened. We're moving on. I drop things like all day, every day. I'm really clumsy. Oh, really? I trip and drop things all the time. But the thing, the secret is like if you don't, if you're just like it's not a big deal, then they don't freak out as much. Yeah. They sometimes, I occasionally, literally, it's like early 2000s TV moment where they're all like, oh, the whole class, oh, they like do that whole scream thing. Um, they've done that a couple of times, but nothing too terrible. <laughs> I, the answer, short answer, yes, I embarrass myself all day, every day. <laughs> um, I would ask you like a, a quick question. Uh, the, the, the class clown, the athlete, the popular kid. Mm -hmm. All right, which one's becoming president? <laughs> which one's going to prison? And which one will be in between jobs until the 41? <laughs> Okay, I want to say none of my students will have those last two things happen to them. I would hope. We would hope, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's tough. We don't, and also like it's interesting now because like the stereotypes we had in school, they don't really have so much. Like yeah. we definitely have like athletic kids. Um, like definitely have class. Yeah, we have like jock kind of kids who like are all about the sports. Soccer is like life for to some of them. Um, we definitely have class clowns. Honestly, the class clown is probably going to be president. You think so? Our class clown is super smart and super awesome and can be really challenging but like i think it's because he's so smart uh -huh. um so i kind of expect big things out of him hopefully no one in prison <laughs> i'm gonna say none of them in prison all of them doing really well super well adjusted adults <laughs> 10 years later <laughs> 10 years down i'm actually like, so excited to see what they get up yeah. to like i want to know i can't wait to know what they yeah. do because they're all like really awesome people little humans and they're just like gonna I just want them to be able to do whatever they want, but I'm also like really excited to see what they end up doing. Yeah. And I bet some of them are really gonna surprise me. Yeah, hopefully not in prison though. Yeah, hopefully like in a good way. Yeah. Hopefully not in a bad way. <laughs> hopefully not a negative surprise. Yeah. So, Bad Teacher, the movie, or Stand and Deliver, which film is more accurate to your life <laughs> as a teacher? I wanna say Bad Teacher, <laughs> but. All definitely every teacher like has a bad teacher moment <laughs> yeah. where you're just like I can't slash won't deal yeah. with this. Um, stand and deliver. I don't think I'll ever probably achieve that level of yeah. awesomeness, uh, especially as like a white woman. Um, <laughs> there's like a certain amount of. Taylor uh, Swift did it in that movie. The was a Freedom Riders or yeah yeah yeah, but that's like such a <laughs> shitty stereotype of like white savior complex like. Did you know poetry is like really just like yeah, yeah. like that does yeah, that's that was, not a thing. I was like, come on, lady. That's not a real thing. Um, yeah, I'd say on my very best days, maybe I could have like one one hundredth of a stand and deliver okay. moment. Um, try to avoid the bad teacher moments, but <laughs> sometimes you just gotta. Sometimes you just gotta have a day. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. It's, it's, it's normal. It's normal. We're all human. <laughs> uh, okay, what is a trend that students are into right now that you wish they weren't? Ah, uh, TikTok. Tick, yeah, okay. okay. I can't stand it. I like didn't. We didn't have smartphones. Like we didn't have any of this stuff. They're not yeah. allowed to have their phones, but they're sneaky and like they are so into TikTok. They're so into YouTube. They're so into K-pop. Weirdly. Oh yeah. And it's like it's just, a craze. Yeah, it's yeah. a full-on craze. Yeah. But I'm actually happy this trend we had at the beginning of the year is now over, which is like everyone was really obsessed with scrunchies. I guess scrunchies are back. Really? I don't know, but not wearing in their hair, like wearing them around their wrists. Really? And then if like a girl has a crush on a boy, she'll like give him the scrunchie. That's how it was back And then the he'll day. wear it, and then it's like ooh. Yeah. And I hated the scrunchie trend. <laughs> I'm super happy that one's dying down. Okay. Now we can just get rid of TikTok. Yeah. It would be great. I had a, a girlfriend back in grade school, and uh, she used to 
toilet for perfume or scrunchies and give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's like the mo- that's like the highest level yeah. of crushing. So I felt I felt fancy until oh, the yeah. day I fell in mud and it got all dirty and <gasps> she broke up with me. So over the scrunchie? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. She's like, you gotta respect the scrunchie, you gotta respect our relationship. <laughs> that was her whole mindset about oh, it. Oh my weird. god. Yeah, it was pretty bad. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> uh the the Red for Ed movement, uh, which was really monumental for teachers across America, yeah, was um, I think was it two years ago now or yeah, it's kind of been like a thing on yeah. it, and it's been having some resurgences on and off, yeah. but. Like uh, the March thing was like yeah. two, two years ago, I, a year ago. I, I don't know. Yeah, More than a year ago. Okay. A while ago, okay. I want to say. Uh, how were you feeling your, your personally during that time? Yeah, well, I was not a teacher yet, so okay. um, but I'm just, I've always like really kind of believed that good education is like a human right, and it's something that we really fail at in this country and really fail at in this state, especially like in terms of equity. Like if you're white or if you're rich, you're going to get a better education. And that's like really from the bottom of my heart, not something that I think is fair or right. And I think a big part of it is how we fund our education and how we pay our teachers and not, not even pay, but like the, the support we provide or don't provide. So I was like really for that movement. I think it's like a human right almost issue. So I was like very excited and they made some real gains, which was like very awesome. Um, I don't think it's like something we're going to see the end of anytime soon, especially with like current political climate, not Mm -hmm. to get too deep into politics, but like most of the people at the top really don't care about education or they say they do, but they don't do anything. Or in fact, they do things to make it worse. Um, so I hope that that's like a fight that continues on. I was like very in support of that while it was like really going on. Um, I think it's awesome. And I think that we can keep on prioritizing education. It's going to help a lot of other issues in our yeah. country. Yeah. The smarter you are, the more money you make, the more you put back into the country. So totally. Who knows? Uh, were, were you, uh, well, so you weren't a teacher, so you weren't personally receiving support, but did you go to the marches and things like that? or? I don't think I went to any red... I'm trying to remember what year this was. I might have gone to... I've got, I do a lot of marching. Okay. I um, might did have... Did you do the Black History Month one or no? What? I said, did you do the Black History Month one or no? Is there a march? They usually do downtown Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. Know. I don't know if they did. I know last... I think it was last or two years ago, there was like a fight that broke out. So I don't There was know, a fight that broke yeah, out? Holy I moly. So I don't know if they do it anymore, but I remember they used to do it every year in March. That's downtown cool. Phoenix, yeah. I would totally march for that. That yeah. is absolutely something I would march for, but I haven't and I should. Um, I definitely march for like environmental justice and the Women's March and all that cool stuff. Potentially red for Ed. I'm not sure, but... <laughs> um, I remember like signing a lot of petitions at that time yeah. and... Um, Doing some door knocking and canvassing and stuff like that. Okay, all right. So you was helping out, advocating. Doing my best. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, how, how do you? So with all the things you do at school and um, how do you manage like your personal life at home? Poorly. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the point. Uh, no, Poorly. Not well. <laughs> uh, as you know, we work a lot of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of hours it's like a lot of work and your day is not done when the kids go home and so especially at the first half of the year it was like I didn't really do anything other than work really but it was cool and okay because like I truly believe you can do any really hard thing for a year right and first year teaching is gonna be the hardest first year teaching seventh grade for me was definitely really like challenging. There's like a lot of learning. Also, this is the first year we've ever had seventh grade. Really? So everyone's like writing their lessons. We are provided lessons and curriculums 
some of them more complete than others. Oh, okay. So there's like a lot of time spent preparing materials, learning your curriculum, being prepared to teach your curriculum, that hopefully that's like not something you'll have to do again the next year yeah. or it won't take as long because now you're familiar with the material. Um, but lots and lots of lesson prepping, lots and lots of grading. Okay. Um, basically was all that I was doing yeah Yeah. Uh, but I think it's kind of fun and interesting so I I was never like this is the worst it was like I'd like to have some more free time maybe I will again someday once you get more settled into the job yeah yeah, totally and it's gotten better the second half of the year I mean it's still just like a crazy amount teachers do a crazy amount of work oh yeah um but they're there because they want to be there yeah Uh, so are you single right now? Yeah, I, okay. I actually had a long-term partner. We had been together for five years. We wow. broke up right at the beginning of 2020. Wow, what do you do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Great person, no complaints. Just kind of like wasn't, you know, Yeah. you know after five years if things are going to yeah, work out yeah. or not. So, so we do this or not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And he had ended up, um, we met when I was just starting grad school and he was doing his master's and then he ended up doing his PhD and I ended up getting this job. So he was finishing up his master's right as I was starting this job and then he got a really good postdoc position in Denver wow. and ended up moving for work. Um, and I really encouraged him to do that. I was super happy for him to do that. That wasn't the reason that we broke up. It was just kind of like, I was feeling like, I don't really think that this is like what I want long term. And so I should probably do something about it instead yeah. of like waiting, waiting. Just, yeah. 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 So that's kind of how that went. But I wouldn't say like it was because work was so crazy. Okay. Um, Cause you found it would imagine anyways. With, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It definitely was hard at the beginning we didn't really get to talk very much or see each other very much. Um, which I don't know was hard, but yeah. I think it was the right decision. Everyone's okay. We ended on good terms. That's so good. It wasn't yeah. like that anything. Doesn't always, that doesn't always happen. You know? No. Yeah. yeah. Um, all, so. And we were together for a long time. I have a lot of. We grew up a lot together. I have like nothing but love and respect for him, and want the best for him. But um, yep, currently single. Okay. All right. As you heard, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is something that keeps you grounded during the school year? I really try, I'm getting better at this now, to like make sure I carve out enough space to like recharge my battery. Okay. Because like end of the day, you can be the most hardworking, motivated person ever. And if you like never let yourself do anything but work, you're going to be bad at your job. Because okay. like you're not going to, you're going to start feeling exhausted yeah. and you're going to start feeling fed up and things that would normally not take you very long are going to start taking like a lot mm. longer. It's like the burnout, right? Burnout yeah. super real. And I have a lot of hobbies that I kind of like haven't had time to do since God, like college, Jeez. right? Cause you're busy, you're yeah. in school. And I've always worked while I was in school, like undergrad, I worked two jobs and had a full course load. I worked all through grad school. Yeah. I've never like had, and now this job is like really demanding for time. So I kind of like, for example, I skied a lot growing up and like hadn't done that in 10 yeah. years probably. I mean, yeah, you recently did that. Yeah, and yeah. I recently yeah. skied and I was like so awesome. I was like, oh yeah, I like this. And so like <laughs> yeah. camping and hiking and gardening and like I like to knit Very also. Outdoorsy. I'm pretty outdoorsy. Yeah. I really like making things. So I've been trying to make sure that I have space to do those things because I think it makes you a better, more well-rounded yeah. professional in any job, but like especially teaching where you're like, it's like a really personal thing and you like give a lot of yourself. Yeah. Like it's important to make sure you're like not refueling that. Like yeah. Or like having a weird martyr complex where you're like actually not having a fulfilled <laughs> life and then yeah. you're like not actually good at your job because you're like burnt out and all the time. And stuff yeah. And, yeah. I don't want to ever hate teaching because I want to do this for my career. Yeah. So I have to like make sure that I don't let myself get into a space where I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> Like, why is she so bitter? Why is she so cranky all the time? What happened to Miss Russell? Because she never does anything. 
She went skiing after that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to ask you these last couple of questions. These are my, my signature questions. Awesome. So we're finishing up here. Um, I want to ask you what in life brings you joy? Oh, that's such a hard question. Lots of things. Life's very joyful. I love my job. It truly brings me joy. I love my family and my friends. Like I think those relationships bring me like so much joy. Um, and just kind of, I'm a really curious person. So like learning new things and exploring new places is like one of my favorite things to do. And that brings me like a lot of joy and energy and passion. That's good. All right. Um, if you could learn the answer to one question you have right now, what would be the question? <sighs> I have so many questions. <laughs> Right now, I mean, obviously, I'm like really curious, like what's going to happen with this new pandemic that yeah. the World Health Organization has just declared and what's going to happen with the stock market. I'm wondering if it's going to be a crash like 2008 yeah. or if we're going to, I think it probably is, or like how bad. Um, so I guess if I could ask any one question to sum it up is what are the next two years going to look like yeah. in our country? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that then that can include the, all the presidential stuff too. Yeah. So. I'd like to know the future for two years, please. Yeah, at least two years. Yeah. At least two. Yeah, this seems Can't like, get greedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy's like, you asked too much now. Uh, yeah, this seems like it's a, a lot's happening fast. So it's like yeah. a lot of stuff that we haven't seen in our lifetime. So it's kind yeah. of a crazy, it's a crazy time. Mm -hmm. As I can tell you, having just gone to Costco, like an idiot. Yeah. I had like three friends that gone to Costco this week, and they all told me the same thing you told me. Like, it's bad. Like, out of toilet paper. Yeah. At my friend today was on offer up and this guy was selling toilet paper, uh, two things of bleach, and three things of sanit uh, uh, hand sanitizer for $500 and it sold. That's insane. It's, yeah, it's I will sold. learn to make toilet paper before I pay that much for yeah. toilet paper. It can't be that hard. Yeah, I was like, you could have used your hand at that point. <laughs> I mean, we, all need, we all need like bidets, like yeah. Japanese style yeah. toilets, yeah. So this would not be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe when she told me that. Yeah, she's like, it's so bad. I was like, heck no, I'm in the wrong business. No way, man. Man. I know, and crazy. I like timed it bad. I always buy my toilet paper at Costco and I just timed it badly. Yeah. Like, I'm just out of toilet paper now. <laughs> I'm not worried that they're going to quarantine me. I just like actually am out of toilet paper. Yeah. I'll figure it out. It's like, oh, bidet. <laughs> Amazon it. <laughs> Maybe I'll take some of the toilet paper from school. Yeah. <laughs> so now my brothers will listen to this and know what toilet paper's gone. <laughs> Because that happens, we're always like, how they're on Twitter. Do or people something. really take the Twitter? I don't know if they're taking it, but it gets views fast. What? Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised it gets views fast. <laughs> yeah. <it's> kids, but. <laughs> so now we so know. they'll never suspect it's <laughs> like that... one or two rolls. <laughs> I just told everyone my, my genius plan. Exactly. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> so I, I want to ask you uh, what drives you more, the stuff you have done or the stuff you haven't? Oh, that's so tough. These are awesome questions. Let me see. I don't know. I think the stuff I haven't. Okay. I think the stuff I have done is like really helpful because you learn a lot from it. But I think what I ultimately like motivates me is wanting to do more things and be successful at things in the future and trying new things. So yeah. I think I'm motivated to like do all that new stuff. I always get really crazy like conflictions with that, with that question. People always, some people tell me they, the stuff they have done, some people tell me stuff they have, so it's always yeah. interesting to ask that question. Yeah, it's a really interesting question. Really, like, yeah, it's such a good question to me, I don't like it. Uh, but that was it. Um, are you on social media at all or anything like that? I am not. Okay, right. so you guys can't follow her anymore anywhere else, so uh, she's single, but you'll never know where she's <laughs> Yeah, being a teacher, it's like better to just not have it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs>
No social media. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but thank you for being on the show. I really, I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Course, it was yeah. so fun. Good getting to know you a little, a little more. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> I won't be uh, strangers as much as on the job. So when I see you, um, this is the episode, guys. If you want to follow me. Or if you enjoy this episode, uh, you can look at me up on Instagram at Nathaniel Butler Official. That is my Instagram. Also on Twitter at My Talk Is Deep. That is the uh, official Twitter account for this podcast. I'm also on uh, Facebook at um, Nathaniel Butler Comedy. So if you want to see the comedy uh, videos I do, things like that on there. If you enjoy this, please give me a five star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. The more reviews I get, the better it will be for the searches and things like that. So. Support me because the brother's struggling. I'm hurting everybody, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just support. Um, share it with somebody. You know, something small like that. Hey, this is an episode that something small like that can create a ripple effect. So 